welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. It's 2022, and in this new year, there's a new way to help support the podcast and keep the show going. Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you need to do to show support is a few taps and leave a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaternow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Famous people die, celebrities, siblings cry, and a silly Disney song flies. It's been a year, and it's only week two of 2022. It's time for the Block Talk Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for shade. Joining me on the panel this week are Mikey and Scout. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Wow. We're only in week two. I'm over this year. There's so much shit happening. There's so much shit happening. It's all happening too quickly. I can't. I haven't also slept in like three days, so that's not helping, but... Oh, so like it's just adding to the fever dream. <laughs> yeah, but this is what I chalk it up to. It's old age. I I'm just getting old, and in five days we will I'll officially have my company birthday. Oh my gosh! Mazel for, for no one who understands the reference that that's because in the musical company Bobby turns thirty five. Oh, it's a surprise birthday party from sorry. all his non single friends, and that's basically <laughs> my life. Well, you outlived <laughs> Jesus. You did. I did. I did. And well, you can I'm run for president now. I can. can. Should I do that? Oh my god! I should. I mean, if Better Donald Trump the options can be we've president. Been given. <laughs> right? Well, Scout, welcome to the show. This is your first uh, week on. Um, I know you're. You are a pop culture junkie. You enjoy uh, the, the, the niche pop I, culture. Oh, I love. I love. I love a niche fact. I love a niche um, uh, pop culture reference. You are coming from us live in the district. The District of Columbia. That's how right. is I the don't district have any going representation. today? Um, it's uh, it's it's going. We're all sur- kind of surviving, I guess. Um, yeah, you got any parties weather going is on? happening. Any, I was any like, Mid Atlantic, <laughs> Mid Atlantic weather is here, even though the organizers were told to expect a third of participants to get COVID and voted to hold it anyways. But you know, it's all good. It's all good. They just didn't want to lose their contract with a Hyatt. Imagine putting people's lives at risk over a contract with the Hyatt. Couldn't be me. Yeah, but yeah, no, so DC's just uh, quite the place this weekend. So you're staying oh, in, Lord. I'm assuming. Um, yeah, I, I went out for a Drag Race viewing party yesterday because I had a pretty good suspicion that it was not going to be the place that people were showing up to, and we were right. Um, which, thank God. You all enjoy your fisting sessions in room 205 at the Washington Hyatt by all means <laughs> and, and, and Mikey you are in frigid <laughs> temperatures right now I know it's negative it's negative one degrees right now up where in, are you I'm in Greenwich New York so I'm like picture Albany and then picture like 45 minutes like north yeah I'm from Corning New York so oh I'm, I'm familiar with the coldness of of uh, upstate <laughs> and i'm in an old house that doesn't hold heat so that incredible. has been a fun journey incredible <laughs> yep. that all right well, like the perfect upstate journey right there <laughs> so we will be talking five pop culture topics headline stories and rather than doing the usual rapid fire we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts and there are lots of things happening in a given week so some of your favorite moments may not, might not be included, but if you want us to discuss something, reach out. DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises, but we'll we'll see. This week we we kind of had everything set pretty early because um, this was a quick week. She was this was a quick knocked week, out yeah. by like Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so let's let's start. This one is a kind of an older headline, but we're we're making it a celebration. Um, we are going to celebrate the life of Betty White. Um, on January 17th, Betty White would have turned 100, but the television icon passed away on December 31st. 
she has outlived both casts of the Golden Girls and the Mary Tyler Moore show. Actors Gavin McLeod and Ed Asner both passed away in 2021. And now Betty White. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Betty White, what an icon. What Also, like, I mean, I love her to bits. What an iconic move to, like, have the entire world ready to celebrate your 100th birthday. And then just be yeah. like, actually, I'm done now. Yeah, uh, she just she just didn't want to live in a world where she couldn't play with Legos. Yeah, she was like, no, it's not for me. It's uh, they stop at ninety nine, and so do I. <laughs> and on the last day of the year, I was like, yes, sir. She gave us wild. the style. It was wild. I feel like did someone die on New Year's Eve last year? I feel like there was some. I mean, obviously not like on Betty White's level of like. Sure. Um, I actually, when I got the notification, I was like walking to the grocery store and I actually stopped dead in my tracks. I was like jaw I was open. in was the like, grocery store. Oh, this is actually this happening is like now. A... Oh no. Michael, yeah, where were you? I, I was were in, you the, in grocery the grocery store. store. I was in no, the grocery it... store. <laughs> I was not. I was at home and uh, I saw someone post the TMZ article. I was like, it's TMZ. I don't believe it yet. And then the others started to leak. I was like, oh no, this is the worst day ever. I don't know. When TMZ posts shit, it usually wound, winds up being on every other headline about 12 minutes later. Right. And it's usually correct. Oof. We just well, don't like to think TMZ little bastards. things. Exactly. Let, let's do some celebrating of Betty White and talk about some of her milestones. So, fun facts. Originally, the role of Sue Ann Nevins on the Mary Tyler Moore show was intended for a Betty White type. They then cast Betty White It was supposed to be a one-time appearance, but turned into a series regular. Similarly, her role of Elka on Hot in Cleveland was a one-time guest spot turned series regular. I mean, when you get Betty White, you want to keep her on all all the time. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Why would you, if you've got that, like you're already, she's already there. Just like, be like, hey, keep coming back. Keep coming back. Now, are either of you fans of the Mary Tyler Moore show? I am. I think it was such a great iconic piece of television. I mean, I think it's really, it's a defining moment on when like TV shifted and when the sitcom like genre shifted. And I I just think it's such a great show uh, and really showed that women could lead sitcoms and lead them very successfully. And, And I mean, the cast was just brilliant. Well, I just realized I made an, a, a little bit of an error when I just said Gavin McLeod and Ed Asner both died in 2021. We also lost Cloris Leachman in 2021. Who oh, was that's right. Which is why oh. I got into watching the Mary Tyler Moore show earlier in 2021, because I was like, let's celebrate Cloris Leachman, who's brilliant. That show is one, if not one of the greatest sitcoms ever. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. It still holds up. Yeah. Yes. And you know, that's like good comedy too. It's like when mm-hmm. it just carries through generations and you don't need necessarily the like, t- like con- context of that time. And you can just watch it and be like, no, this is just fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Now, for, for those who have not seen the show, um, the Mary Tyler Moore show is about a single woman who happens to be 30 um becoming a professional Ugh, and watching it for me old. i was like oh wow we're calling 30 old and like the entire series like they call her like old i'm like i'm having trouble watching this with my age right now 30 this is, is old we are we're just we're all once we're not about once to you... say that we're not about to say 30 <laughs> is old as someone who's turning 30 in the year of 2022 um I, I'm, t- I'm not turning 30 until next year so i can i'm just gonna sit here and uh <laughs> talk my um, shit this year while i can <laughs> but yeah it, it really was a show that really tested the waters of of how um women are perceived in the world um and really had a lot of icons and moments that were will be remembered but did you know that betty white originally auditioned for the role of blanche on the golden girls she felt the character was too similar to the character of sue ann nevins on mary tyler moore and Rue McClanahan, who auditioned for the role of Rose, felt her character was too similar to the mod character. So they swapped parts and the rest is history. Incredible. Obsessed. Good for those ladies. Oh, I mean, there's I something that. called typecasting, but when you are that strong of a performer that you can break your type and still give iconic roles, I mean... And get renewed for how many seasons? <laughs> exactly. Um, 
Betty White was also the oldest person to ever host Saturday Night Live at age 88. I watched that episode live with like, all my too. friends. I remember watching that episode. Mm-hmm. It was such a good um, episode. Mother's Day, right? It was the Mother's Day yeah. episode. The mm-hmm. um, Junice was the opening. That was sketch. like the Junice sketch. Yes, it's oh. Mm-hmm. With oh. all the um, the women of us, all on it. the women. <laughs> um, another interesting fun fact: she was originally approached to host a new television program called Today. She turned it down. The job would go on to an unknown reporter named Barbara Walters. Baba Wawa. <laughs> mm-hmm. What uh, what would the world be if Betty White was the host of Today? Well, Barbara Walters wouldn't have gotten canceled by Britney Spears. That's for damn sure. Uh, this is uh, wow. We're mm, just we're just snowballing here. We're I'm not on. trying to snowball. I'm just saying Britney Spears <laughs> and Barbara are not on good terms. Oh, Britney Spears and everybody's not on good terms right now, but that's a whole different story. I'm on good terms with Britney. I'm on great are terms you? with Britney. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> Do you have any other fond oh. memories of Betty White? My absolute favorite like she was my absolute favorite character in the tv show boston legal um which was <laughs> it's this like it was, there was like five seasons of it like right yeah. at the i guess it must have been right around when obama was first elected it was, it was like, the spin-off like 2006 of the, of the practice yeah um with um william shatner alan spader just a fantastic show one of my favorite shows of all time but she played um uh Alan, who James Spader's assistant for like 16 episodes and she was this like gossipy church lady who was just like she just said the most batshit crazy things in this like legal practice and it was she was like the best comic relief for this legal show that was like at times very heavy and whatnot and then just like around the corner would come Betty White just saying the most ridiculous things and I'm like I don't know how like the universe lined up so that in the mid like at the end of the like decade of the 2000s there was a legal drama that like starred William Shatner Candace Bergen and James Spader and had a guest like a recurring guest star of Betty White but like thank god for it um I highly recommend there's only five seasons you can get through it pretty quick but Boston Legal like Betty White oh my god she was so good in it so funny like any other shows you appreciated her in not a show but a movie the proposal ryan reynolds Um, just so brilliant i every time that movie is on tv my husband and i watch it and it's just such a great film she's i can't she's so funny she's also a naughty grandma in that she loves the strippers she's chanting to the alaskan gods in the Mm -hmm. forest like wild Wow, I need to watch the proposal. Yes, so everyone needs to. Obviously, most people know Betty White from the Golden Girls. Which Golden Girl are you? Oh, we're going to be silent here. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be like, I don't know. I'm a Dorothy. Like, it's no question. I am absolutely a Dorothy. I think I'm a Rose. I'm going to fully and emphatically admit that. the slutty one? Blanche. Yeah, and that's me. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. That checks out. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Betty White, you are going to be remembered forever. It is a loss, but you are an icon. And I feel like we need to put Betty White on the $100 bill in honor of what she was. She almost being 100 Right. Replace all the presidents with Betty White at this yeah, point, honestly. Right. Or you know what? Make a $99 bill just for Betty White. Just for Betty White. We'll never the use it. It'll be bill. a commemorative dollar uh, bill. Yeah, you're going to get looks from the... <laughs> let me pull out my $99 bill and my $2 bill for the same transaction and piss off a retail worker. You're just looking for violence. You woke up and chose violence with that statement. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, speaking of choosing violence, welcome to Let's Break Down the Golden Globes. Oh. All right. Due to drama within the organization, this year's Golden Globes were not only not only aired. There was no fanfare. There was no red carpet. There was no audience. There was no host. There was no presenters. There was nothing. The Hollywood Foreign Press handed out hardware to the best in TV and movies. Some history was well, made, but no one got to see it. I don't know this... if we'd say the best, but... Sis! <laughs> It, it was not on TV because the Hollywood Foreign Press got called out for being fucking all white people and like yeah. one black person. NBC and so they, was like, 
we're good. We don't need NBC this. was like, <laughs> pull it from TV. They could not find a home for it. YouTube didn't even want them streaming it. Not even. And then they couldn't even find fucking presenters. They sent out casting calls and everything for presenters and hosts and no one. Snoop I would have hosted Dogg, it. Snoop Dogg barely wanted it. I would have read it. the nominations. So we got the fanfare from Twitter, which my favorite was when they tweeted out about if you want a good good laugh watch west side story it's like if laughter is the best medicine then west side story is the movie for you it's a terribly rewritten tweet uh, yeah (laughs) they filled in with west side story yeah um that someone hit tweet on that too i was like someone someone read it looked for the they were like it's all spelled correctly tweet (laughs) yep they they literally like edited the tweet to be like if song is the best yeah. medicine. And I'm like y'all, we it already all screenshotted like... it. Yeah. Well, if you were a musical, you had a good night. West Side Story won for best film, musical or comedy, with actresses Rachel Zegler, Zegler and Ariana DeBose winning best actress and best supporting actress. Andrew Garfield won for his portrayal of Jonathan Larson in Tick Tick Boom, which I have yet to see. Have. Oh, it was so good. very good. I don't like I the music of that movie. Uh, they what musical? I hate Lin Manuel Miranda. I hate him, and Same. I will firmly and emphatically <laughs> say that. Oh wait, he directed the fuck out of this movie. Yeah, yeah, I will say that. I just love that we are able to tie all these stories into something else because we're going to talk about Lin Manuel Miranda later. I know, right? Uh, no. I have no. I have opinions on. Lin-Manuel I have as well. But... Yeah. Um. um but Andrew, I will say right. Andrew yeah, Garfield was very good in Tick Tick Boom. He oh, like yeah. his performance was I I was I mean not not only is it just like I think it's a good story of like and it's kind of like a different outside of like regular takes of musicals, but on top of that, I just think like Andrew Garfield um was the right pick for it and then also yes. just like was very very much in the right mindset of like selling the performance and it was like very good i highly recommend you watch it michael he looks like jonathan larson too it's wild it's uncanny do we, do we think andrew garfield has played for our team at least once twice he's like there's like videos of him making out with like every male celebrity in hollywood like all over the internet i just want to know why he's, he hasn't made out with me yet as a Hollywood like insider, there's like nobody straight in Hollywood. <laughs> like fair, nobody. Um, no, I think you're gonna see him get nominated for the Oscar too. Uh, he got oh, nominated yeah. for SAG for this. He won the Golden Globe. He had a very good year because he's getting praise for Spider Man. He's getting praise for um, Tick Tick Boom. He's getting praise for Eyes of Tammy Faye. He had a very good year. He might win the Oscar too depending on who else is nominated in the category. Will Smith has a really good shot also. Will Smith's having yeah. a very good year. Well, in the TV world, MJ Rodriguez becomes the first transgender performer to win an acting award. Um, little shout out to when I interviewed MJ, MJ Rodriguez on theaterthenow.com uh, for a show she was in. That was really cool. So I love when that um, people uh, Google her oh. and clicks like hit my website because it was always fun. Um, but yeah, um, Pose. That was the show I still have not finished because it is not a good binge watch. No. Well, not a good binge watch because... Episode after episode, no. No, because it's like the <laughs> same thing heavy. happens in every single episode also. There was a it's period of time like... where I was like, Ryan Murphy, you got to stop this. You, 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 you're doing the same plot hole. You're not making it... You, we need to, we need to put need to Ryan him. Murphy... We need to let him age like a few years and let him just like yeah. not put out a few, just like have a few ideas without any Ryan Murphy projects. Because I agree, but homeboys. congrats to MJ Rodriguez, Michaela J. Whatever oh, for her. we're going by today. Good for her. Mickey, are you a fan of Pose? Um, I love Pose. I I always root for her to win. Yeah, always. I root for Billy Porter, but he didn't win because Succession. But that's a different story. Yeah, I've not seen I that. Everyone's not in love. Seen yeah, yeah, I don't think I'm not. I haven't watched it yet. Also, Oh Young Soo wins the Best Supporting Actor Award for Squid Game as the Old Man. Um, did we watch it with the dub or the sub? Baby, subtitles or get the fuck out. I didn't watch it. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Is it too I, graphic for I'm, you? 
as as much of like as much of a pop culture like pop culture junkie as I am, um, I'm also a stubborn asshole. And anytime everyone is like, "Oh, you gotta watch this, you gotta watch this," it very much reinforces my like commitment to not <laughs> be part of like a craze or whatever. Like I would still I still haven't seen Tiger King, which this was I don't know. like a craze. Like I mean, yeah. all TikToks, all the memes, there was... all this like it blew up. There was a day that I was at like trade a bar here in DC. Um, like when this was like when Squid Game is huge, and we were standing and on the back patio, like out in the smoking area, and we looked up at this like apartment building that's like has all these windows, and we could see three separate apartments that were watching Squid Game. Like from we were just standing on there, like wow, everyone's watching this, huh? And then my friends all started talking about it. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it. I would say when the hype dies down, watch it. And like, don't go in thinking this is going to be, yeah. And don't go in (laughs) thinking this is going to be the best show I've ever seen. Like people are going to tell you it is. Because my friend did, he's like, oh, it's the best thing ever. He watched the first episode. He's like, this is trash. It's not as good as I thought it was going to be. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. That is fair for you. I I get it. Yeah, I'll probably watch it. It It It's worth a watch. Yeah. Um, any snubs and why was it jennifer coolidge on white lotus um why i mean not necessarily a snub she was nominated but they picked the wrong actress yeah she should have won who did they pick for that um sarah snook from uh succession won for anytime succession won it was the wrong decision i also just don't know like i haven't i don't i don't even know what succession's about Wealthy white people. Exactly. Isn't that every TV show? Boring. No. <laughs> Not the every biggest, TV show. The biggest snub, Jessica Chastain for Eyes of Tammy Faye. I love Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, but if Jessica was transcendent. Yeah. I'm just going to be mad every time Lady Gaga loses because I'm a little monster before I am a film critic <laughs> did you did you i haven't seen it yet and I've every person i said was that she was terrible i loved her in it oh my god you're t- you just you're said you were a little monster you said you were a little monster before you were people. a film critic so. <laughs> but this is okay well taking that out of it i thought she was really good in it i thought i, I, I don't know I, like i think i think it's like annoying for me to be like to listen to a lot of the critique be like oh like Gaga just plays herself Gaga just plays herself like one obviously she did play herself in Star is Born that's the whole point that was why she did it <laughs> and then like Jennifer Hudson won a damn award for right, it exactly <laughs> um but then like with House of Gucci my thing was like I it's like it's annoying to like hear people just be like oh blah blah, blah. like she was bad she was bad I'm like even if you thought she was bad like she's proven that she's a bankable movie star now like she's okay. proven that like she you can put her on a movie bill and not only will she like do the, do the job, it'll sell tickets and she's going to wind up with nominations, whether you think she should or not. So it's like, mm, you're going to see her in more movies. From now on. Well, yeah, which we're going to see Kristen Stewart got pushed out of the awards. Oh yeah. That was wild. Um, I thought Kristen and her were going to split the boat. I, I did too. I, I couldn't believe that Kristen wasn't even nominated for um, SAG. the SAG award, which I guess Jennifer Hudson is well loved in the industry. So nominating her. I saw respect. It was a lovely movie. Was it an (laughs) award movie? No. (laughs) Well, Um, but I still need to see being the Ricardos. So I'm like, (laughs) it's it. I, again, I hate Nicole Kidman and Aaron Sorkin. Fucking directed. Hallways? Well, Aaron Sorkin can write. How many hallways anything. are in this movie? <laughs> well, lots, lots of walk and talk. I, I literally saw a tweet this morning that was like, it was like a picture of a plaque that said like "World's Longest Hallway" and it said nobody show Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, he loves a walk and talk. Uh, All right, let's move on to topic number three. We're going to bring the mood down once again. TV legend Bob Saget's eyes. Best known for playing Danny Tanner on Full House and hosting America's Funniest Home Videos. His stand-up comedy was anything but family-friendly. Saget passed away in his hotel room on the first stop of his national comedy tour. This was shocking. Yeah. Yeah. This one hit me kind of hard. I was, like, pretty sad after reading it. Because it was one of those things yeah. where I got, like, one news, news like, push article. And I was like, what? 
And then I got like I 12 got more a, and I was like, what? <laughs> I just got a text message from someone on this chat right now. And I was like, fuck you. Oh, damn. I can neither confirm or deny it was me. It was not me. But <laughs> I'm off camera yeah. now because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like it, it really did get me. I was like, "Wow, this is it, this one hit me hard." Um, because for those who really, really know me, like Bob Saget was not only someone I appreciated as a performer, but it was usually my like go-to answer to things. So like I, when um, we would talk about like a show or something like that I was working on, I'm, I would always always be like, "I hope Bob Saget comes." And like if you look in my um, my chat history on my phone and just put bob saget in there's it's it, it mm-hmm. i've i've mentioned bob saget to everybody so for me bob saget's played a huge part of my life um i got to see him in hand to god when he um was in the show um and my friend was working on the show so we got to go backstage and i got to meet him and oh, that's cool um what was really fun this was about like 2015 he had just finished filming um fuller house the first season mm-hmm. i believe and then like when we when i met him he was um he took my phone he wanted to be the one to take the selfie because he had just learned how to take selfies um and then cut to the show airing i think in 2016 and there's a scene where danny tanner is learning how to take selfies and i was like oh, this, so this is funny it's full circle um so but yeah I, I i've i've always been a big fan of his and and I think the thing that always stands out to me is not the the Danny Tanner of it all or the America's Funniest Home Videos. It's how crude of a fucking comedian he was. Oh, I don't know if you've seen the, aristoc- the oh, aristocrats. He's... Oh my god, filthy man, filthy, yeah. filthy. Um, absolutely. Like, it's just like absolutely hilarious to me that I mean, his stand-up is hilarious. He's like very. He was very funny and very just like very like had his finger on a lot of like on the pulse of like a lot of good commentary but absolutely hilarious to me that this like disgustingly raunchy comedian was like not only america's dad but then wound up hosting a show of like infinite like family friendly friendly nut shots just like <laughs> being like here's another video here's another 12 videos of people getting hit in the crotch with baseball <laughs> Are there any videos of stuck there? (laughs) Are there any videos of you that could have made you hundred thousand dollars on America's uh, funding some videos? There's a video of me that's like a home video, full on like on the shoulder camcorder style, like VHS tape. Um, But it's like the first time that my I was like five. My brother was probably six months old, seven months old. And it was like the first time I changed him, like I changed his diaper. And my mom was like, oh, like, blah, blah, blah. We're going to like, he's going to learn how to change a diaper. I opened the diaper and my brother immediately started peeing on me. And it's like, but my mom like caught it on film, like on video. And like, there's like literally a, a label on the thing that's like, do not tape over. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I always like, anytime I saw that, I'm like, hmm, we probably should have sent that to Bob Saget. You could have won hundred thousand dollars. Wait, do they give do they give out a hundred thousand dollars every episode? Yes, uh, and then the then they compete. And Drag Race end. gives out a hundred thousand dollars every season. Oh my God, this world is. RuPaul wants to keep her fracking money. <laughs> Mikey, what what are your thoughts on Mister Saget? It was sad. I mean, I well. I don't like get like heartbroken over celebrity deaths because I don't know them. Like, I don't, I like, I'm not hanging out with them. Like, even if I meet them a couple of times, like we're not like palling around. So maybe I'm just cold hearted. I just don't like, (laughs) I didn't get super emotional when Betty White died. Like I just, it's sad, but I'm not like, I'm never going to be able to move on with my life. And then that's fine. If people are, I'm not like judging at all. It's just, like I said, I might be just a cold hearted person. Um, But I mean, it was sad because I grew up with Full House. I, I'm very huge fan of the show. I liked the sequel series, despite the fact that it was a train wreck. I do love a good train wreck. Um, oh, but I, it, was, it was very unexpected. I mean, yeah. and no drugs, no foul play. Really. He was only 65, right? Yeah, he was only 65. Was only 65. It's not like, that old. What happened? Like, that's what I'm very confused by. Like, what happened? Was it? a sudden coronavirus situation and he he caught omarion and omarion took him down or what's happening like i need to know more info i think 
Yeah, well, 10 to 12 weeks, we'll find out, I'm sure, um, when the next report comes out. But one of the, the really heartwarming and kind of funny stories that came out of this was John Mayer and Jeff Ross picked up Bob Saget's car and drove it to his widow's house from the airport following his death. And the two of them went live on, I believe it was Instagram, just sharing memories of Bob Saget. And I was like, this is just really kind of funny and sweet, but it feels like Bob Saget. Yeah. That. And then over 100 A-list celebrities attended Saget's funeral, including Kathy Griffin, Chris Rock, Jimmy Kimmel, as well as his full house family, including Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. I mean, they kind of had to. Yeah. Sure. Um, so this Someone, was the full house reunion we never officially got again. If somebody died, I mean, they had to. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, I guess they didn't have to, but had they not shown up, it all would have been seen in, in every single pop culture show, well, headline would, everything ever for the rest well, of the month. Would one be. thing that really was interesting <laughs> to me is um, obviously John Samos put out like a statement for the cast and included Mary Kate and Ashley in there. And I was like, did they put them on there as like a because they have to, or, or do they agree with the, the, the statement? It doesn't I, matter, but I think it was they agreed. And I think they also yeah. knew like, this he was such a huge part of their childhood yeah i mean it made sense to go even if they didn't want to act anymore because that's the big thing they just don't want to be much in the public light yeah yeah and and they had yeah go ahead they had had like like a few public appearances with him and at different things over the last few years and like they always said they were always family so yeah. Now, I, I do want to call one thing to attention uh, because it did appear on my timeline from other people, my Facebook, um, about some people calling Bob Saget a pedophile. And it was a big story that had been running because of a backstage joke antic that had um, uh, uh, come about about him touching a doll in front of the Olsen twins or something whatever there was a story about it on you know howard stern and you know how that shit turns around howard stern. um but i don't know it bothered me i never get like offended by other people um saying nasty things about celebrities but i was like bob sackett you no know. and just the way yeah. people were talking about it, it just really really struck a nerve so i i don't know how to feel about it but people are talking about it and saying he, he was a terrible person, we should not be mourning him. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's a terrible person, aren't they? Yeah, and I mean, there's is there evidence? Well, I no, he, he talks he talks about it on Howard Stern. Oh, um, but it was like a one of those backstage haha joke amongst adults, I guess, and that's part of the humor that Bob Saget was. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very interesting. For right now and for the time, I don't know. It's very nuanced. It's very difficult because, like, yeah, the alleged victims aren't coming forward, and I don't want to put words in their mouth. And we know that he was very much a filthy, raunchy person who may have just yeah. made a joke offhand, thinking it would be funny, and it yeah. wasn't. I don't know enough about this to have a really fully formed opinion, though. Yeah. Well, speaking of actual family drama, let's move on to topic number four. Jamie Lynn Spears appears on Good Morning America and Nightline. She sat down for an interview with Juju Chang. Um, she has a book called Things I Should Have Said. Is she just taking the best of opportunity or are we going to believe the things in her book? Lying bitch. I fucking think Jamie Lynn Spears is grummy, grimy, trying to fucking get as much Ooh. money she's tomato, trying to get tomato. money from britney <laughs> she's still so trying she, to get money she claims she took steps to help and how when the conservatorship first began she was only 17 and pregnant so she was more focused on herself and she also claims she went out of her way to try to free britney bullshit according to the interview and the book jamie lynn accuses britney of locking them in a room while brandishing a knife this caused Ms. Spears to take to Twitter to respond to her little sister's claims. Uh, who's got the tweets ready to read? I don't, because I don't. 
Coast. There's so many words in these tweets, There's Michael. It's like, so it's like, it's like seven notes. All right, fine. Give, give me the highlight of her statement. Well, the first two pages of her five-page statement were her talking about having a 104-degree fever and, like, being I was like, sick. baby, that's corona. <laughs> yeah, like... Like, it baby, was a, got COVID. <laughs> I, I wish that she... I, you know, I'm glad that she's saying what she wants to say, but, like, it was a little... I hate to say it, unhinged. Like, the whole first part about, I had a fever and da-da-da-da-da. Like, get to the point. Like, girl, like, we don't... <laughs> like, I get it. Like, thank you for updating on us that you have... Omarosa like coursing through your veins right now, but I, I need you to not give us this because this isn't helping your case right now. I read that and I'm like, this is reading very not mentally stable. Fair. But I love her. I love Brittany. Brittany can do no wrong, but this was maybe uh, a let me think to myself before I respond and make sure that I say what I want to say because it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um. Do we believe the tears coming out of Jamie Lynn Spears' eyeballs? Not even a little no. bit. She got no. caught with her pants down and now she's Mm-mm. trying to like remedy the fact that people are anti her when for a while, like, yes, towards the end, she was kind of trying to do it, but that's because people were going, Jamie, where are you? Save Brittany. And that's right. when Jamie decided because it was good politically and good for her career to save Brittany and be on the save Brittany train. Yeah, it just everything about it just seems gross and sad. And I, I, I don't know, like, I mean, obviously, she's claiming she was tra- paying tribute to her sister at the Radio Disney Awards doing the remixes and Britney's like, no, um, you took everything. You got everything handed down to you. Which is um, correct. Britney Spears built the career that Jamie Lynn stepped over to become yeah. famous. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was one of the best know. part of Zoe 101. <laughs> no, she wasn't. And she was the name, she was the title character. How are you not I, the best I, character in your own show? I don't know what happens next for Jamie Lynn Spears. Maybe an appearance on Dancing with the Stars. I don't know. But like, there's she just. She could just disappear. She, but she's not she going to. Quietly, she's not know. going she's, to. She's trying to rehab her image right now. Yeah. So uh, maybe she'll be on The Masked Singer uh, coming. Ooh, the, tomato, the tomato. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's probably what she does. Honestly, like this is what you do. You get back in the good graces and, but it's just not going to work because I think there's such um, revere for Britney Spears and her situation. Um, I think, I think if, if you... she does the mass singer route, I think that there might be some love for her depending on how quickly people can pick <laughs> up it's her under the mask because each week, nobody knows who you are. You're giving clues and you talk about this sad story and about how you just wish you could help your family and blah, blah, blah. And you, you, put a bunch of bullshit in there in the clue package about how you just want to be a healer and you hurt and blah, 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 blah. And like, then at the end, when it takes the mask off and it's Jamie, like everyone's like, wait, we've been rooting for this bitch. Like, and but then you, they'll be like, who else would you like to see on the mass singer? Britney Spears in that same season. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Okay>. I, <laughs> you know who I want to hear? I want to hear Steven Tyler. It's just Kylie Sony Clove in drag. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear how Steven Tyler could do the mass thing without sounding like Steven Tyler. Well, they can't. I mean, Patty LaBelle did it, and like everyone knew the minute that Patty opened her mouth, it was Patty <laughs> LaBelle. No, well, I mean, in the UK, um, episode two, Mel B was uh, voted off because she tried to change her voice. And she got voted off, and they're like, oh, fuck, that was a bad decision on our part, wasn't it? Um, yeah, um, I, I think Steven Tyler would be fun. Who else do I want to hear? Um, I don't want to um, hear A list celebrities, I want to hear like Z list celebrities on there. Like, I like the thrill of the guests because I love the mass singer. Griffin. Kathy Griffin would be a good one. Um, Andy Cohen would be entertaining, I think. No, uh, Andy Cohen, <laughs> I, I want to hear yeah, the Countess like, Luann. Give me, yeah, give me a season of just Real Housewives. Yeah, which this uh, is just like Andy Burris already won. Andy Burris won. No, I mean like only Housewives. The entire I, I, cast Andy is just only on Housewives. Put Leah Michelle on there. Li- yeah. Listen, I'm taking it all back. I'm taking it all back. I know um, Jamie Lynn Spears is the next move. What? Celebrity Big Brother. Actually, also an option. It's happening in February. It's going to happen. 
boom, that's where she's going. And she's going to have the mics on 24-7. She's going to be able to say whatever she wants. It Look what happened with Omarosa. She's going to make Omarosa a bunch now. of bullshit. Yeah, where? <laughs> What's she she's doing coursing. She's, she's the new variant. Didn't you hear? <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe that's the I direction. But listen, this. Jamie Lynn, you are going to find your celebrity TV show opportunity. Even if it takes you to the UK, you're going to do it. And we're going to hate you for it. But at least you have Lynn in, as your middle name and you're not Jamie Spears. Jamie Spears. Yeah, I'd beat that man up if I saw him on the street. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of people we don't talk about, let's move on to our fifth. Not bad. (laughs) We don't talk about Bruno source to number five on the billboard hot 100. The hit song is the first track to make the billboard hot 100 since frozen's let it go. The song was written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Originally the character's name was Oscar, but Miranda had the character's name changed to Bruno. So his lyrics made sense. (laughs) All right, first off, let's talk about it. Who is your favorite Madrigal family member and why is it Dolores? <laughs> why is it Dolores? She is the best. She needs her own spinoff. Um, I like the, I like the little kid who shapeshifts. <laughs> the also, one like, the that could idea... have been removed completely from the plot. and <laughs> No, because then missed. you don't get what my background is. You don't get that plot line in the song. It's literally... You could have the literally removed his character. Part yeah, of that song. He served. He served no purpose in that show. Okay. Okay. Fine. Um, so facts. fine. Who was your There's favorite of... member of the family? Uh, well, I felt personally victimized by Louisa's song, so I'd probably have to say Louisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As an oldest child, um, someone sent me a meme that was like, um, "It's like, mom, my child is so great. He's like so strong and everything." And it was like, "Ma'am, your child has been listening to <laughs> Surface Pressure on repeat for three weeks." Yeah. Well, I think that's my favorite song from the show, from the movie, is Surface Pressure. Yep. Um, I, I mean, I like it, but I there are so many like lines from We Don't Talk About Bruno that I just keep randomly singing, and they're oh, like yeah. not even like main lines. They're just like seven foot frame racks rats on his back. I keep yeah. all, the, all the little like husband lines like I'm sorry me Vita go on <laughs> like I keep saying that like all the time well the oh song God. has become a huge hit on TikTok even um, star Stephanie Beatrice has recreated the beginning of the song on her own TikTok taking on both Peppa and Felix good for her um, is it inevitable that Encanto is going to be a Broadway musical yeah um i don't oh it's know. i think so i really do think so i think the magic, portion, the magic portion might, because moana you could have said the same thing and moana did journey not. stories are hard um this is I, a singular set you can make it work and you know what with the magic you have in harry potter there is enough magic on broadway you can make the show there but frozen was not good <laughs> It was that We're not saying should it be made. We're saying will it? Well, be I think, made? but I think Disney doesn't like to take potentially risky bets, and I think they're going to wait and see if this is something that people are like still craving, like Frozen was before they do it. Because um, like Tarzan, they thought, oh, this will be great; it'll be a great show, and then Tarzan flopped. I mean, granted, they were rollerblading, so there's a reason, but no, they weren't rollerblading in that one. That was Little Mermaid. That was you're right. Never mind. You're right. Um, Tarzan was the no. um, acrobatics and that didn't work. And it doesn't work. So I'm curious if they make this one take the jump. I think this one will because Lin-Manuel Manuel Miranda is attached to it and his rise to fame right now. It is a um, musical about uh, a Latin family, which is very, very different um, for Disney to do in musical form. And you know what? I think there's just something about it that just sounds enticing and exciting the other issue is right now i mean disney you know they love their ip they love putting it into the parks where do you put Encanto? you there's there's really nowhere to put the ip of Encanto in the park aside from maybe um with like antonio and animal kingdom um so in disneyland in california mm-hmm. they have a theater uh, that inside the park that they like to run like 45 minute 
mini musicals to test out kind of before Broadway. They did right. it with Aladdin and they did it with Frozen. If Encanto goes there, which is in a perfect position, um, they will probably try it out there and see if it's popular or not. Yeah. Also, Disney is problematic. I could completely see them just throwing this in the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot and calling it a day, <laughs> despite the fact that this is in Colombia. No, because the- they they already have um, Coco there, so they 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 have their IP. I said Disney's problematic. I didn't say that they didn't already have yeah. something there. I said that they could easily do Coco one like one hour Coco, and then one hour meet the Encanto family, or just have them walk around Epcot randomly. <laughs> That's why I think if they're going to put them anywhere, it's going to, it, and console will be at Animal Kingdom because the tie in of Antonio and the animals. Um, I mean, watching it, I was like, that is the tree of life. Like they are trying to make uh, the tree of life a thing here. Um, and you know what? Talking about musicals, um, they did announce that they are readjusting Finding Nemo the musical um, at Theater of the Wild at Animal Kingdom. Um, if they didn't announce that, that would have been a great place to try out a musical version of this. Yeah, they like to try them out in California, though. I don't know why. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I, I don't know. I like this song. I've listened to it on repeat. It is fun. It's silly. It's goofy. <clears throat> How it got to number five on the Billboard Hot 100, I can't tell you. Well, but because it's because they put it on streaming and it was like immediately like word of mouth. Like everyone was like, oh, you've got kids. You got to watch it, blah, blah, blah. And then and once you watch it, of course, like you're everyone with kids is going to stream the soundtrack the weekend after all that stuff but like putting it on streaming when they did like right at the new year was really smart of them um because like that's how i watched it that's how i yeah. Like, yeah. got into it well it's what i think it's more interesting that it's this song from the musical that made the headlines of getting to the hot 100 because yeah sure you have songs like let it go or um how far i'll go like these those are the songs that have been popular but they're like the heroine song the singular song you can sing out of context this one is full context of the movie out of nowhere it just doesn't make sense it's because of tiktok because they memed it so hard and that's why people are listening to it so much because some people ran with it to make it a meme and now it's everywhere have you also have, I don't TikTok. I will. I have an account that has no picture, no videos. I don't even think it has my name the on worker. there. I think, <laughs> I think I'm like user something, 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 something. Like I lurk. I do not create for TikTok. I am not witty enough for 10 seconds. I need a whole platform for that. So. <laughs> I'm not witty enough for 10 seconds. Kat, are you on TikTok? I'm on TikTok. I made a TikTok once and then I never did anything else. <laughs> Um, I think it's also, uh, but also like with the whole like Encanto soundtrack and everything, like we talked about Lin-Manuel Miranda earlier, like he's going to be this, not only did we don't talk about Bruno go number five, but the whole soundtrack went number one, like it knocked 30 off of the number one, like on the album's chart. So it's just like, oh, we're going to, we're going to be force fed a lot more Lin-Manuel Miranda in the next few years. Oh, it's going to be so much. (laughs) I hate to tell both of you, he's probably going to become an EGOT. I hate it! Because of uh, Dos Orogitas, I want to say. I just butchered that. I know I just butchered that. Um, But he's probably going to become an EGOT for that. That's going to get nominated for the Oscar. It's the only thing he needs. It's a fucking banger of a song. I hate him. I hate him with a passion. (laughs) But he's probably going to get that, if not for director for the Oscars. True. For Tick Tick Boom, because Tick Tick Boom's blowing up now and it's getting a lot more attention because Andrew Garfield won the Globe and more people are now watching it. And it was very, he's probably going to be an uh, EGOT. I'm very sad. Ooh. I know. What an (laughs) asshole. He's such a dick. (laughs) Well, we didn't talk about everything. Is there any other topic from this week that you want to take five seconds to shout out? I don't even know what else happened this week. This was a blur of a week. It was. That's fair. That's fair. Anything you're looking forward to next week? Uh, off uh, the whole cast on Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. 
I, I'm looking forward to, I've just re- started, I'm binging it. Um, I'm almost there, but I'm looking forward to whatever this finale of Yellow Jackets is going to be. Oh, I haven't watched that yet, but like three people this week have told me I need to watch it. So I just started Euphoria. You just started? Just started. I haven't seen Euphoria. Are you sober watching it? <laughs> Eric Dane's penis <laughs> is in episode one. That's <laughs> true. I screeched. Um, That's wait, a I show. remembered. I do remember something I'm excited for this week, pop culture wise. I just, in the last four days, I just watched all four Scream movies for the first time. <laughs> and I am now very excited to see the fifth one. Yes! <laughs> well, we'll definitely be talking about Scream next week. I will uh, probably not be the one watching the movie, but we'll talk about it um, because so I. Um, Scream 4 was so good. I already got spoiled by something. I was like, fuck you, you motherfucker. Wait, so Scream 5, is it streaming anywhere? No. I don't, it's, Ugh. no. Fuck it's, me. I don't want to go like, to the theater. All of these theater exclusive releases right in the- They're done, we're done. Mid of a peak of a, like, <laughs> I literally was like, that was everywhere, but you have thing. to go to the theater. During a pandemic, Lovato cannot. Oh, play. it's so, right? Like, can we, re- mm-hmm. can we reassess 2022 and just agree that it's- Still the same thing as the last two years. <laughs> Someone tell the CDC that. Um, no, but my best friend and I uh, are definitely going to like go see it in theaters on like Tuesday in the afternoon so that we're the only ones in the theater. <laughs> Smart call. Smart call. All right. Well, where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any more projects you want to call out and plug? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Venmo at Scout Sun or... Um no periods anything i just got the whole thing on everything it's real good um, but yeah that's me well i plugged it last week so this week i'm going to plug a different project that i'm working on or sort of affiliated with um let's get back to quality it is a drag promotional business in upstate new york uh they do a lot to promote local queens a lot to promote um, local shows and bring in a lot of really big names from Drag Race. Um, they just announced for March 6th a drag brunch with Pandora Box, Darian Lake, Pandora. and Pandora Box, Darian Lake, and Mrs. Kasha Davis. So it's going to be say. a great show. State girls. Yeah, it's going to be a good show along with some local queens will be a part of that drag brunch. Um, we also do a lot of work with Jasmine Kennedy. She is on this season of Drag Race. Oh, Jasmine. Um, so I, I'm going to have to plug that and it's let's get back to quality or LGBTQ. Hey, it's so fucking it. clever. Um, yeah. So that's the project I'm plugging this week. Amazing. Well, this was fun and we'll do it again next week. Yay. A giant thanks to Mikey and Scott for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 